Welcome to No Apology with Emily and Chris. So glad you're with us once again. Uh, we will be laughing louder, digging deeper, living larger on the show. And uh, I hope you have the coffee brewing, Chris, because... Are you a little tired? I'm dragging a little bit after the conference. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it was great. It was a really good conference. We, we put a lot of effort into a lot of things. And the Higher Ground Conference was this past weekend, Thursday night, Friday night, and Saturday morning. And then, of course, we had church yesterday. I preached yesterday. So, yeah, it's uh, I'm a little bit fatigued myself, yeah. just kind of just kind of gliding along. <laughs> we had a Bible study at lunch today, and I was just kind of in a fog, just trying to you know hang on. And uh, some we just have great people that go here, and some of them have deep Bible knowledge. Lots it's just of grace. Fun. Lots of here grace, would be yeah. Fresh Encounter Church in Harlan, Iowa. Um, it could be called America's Jerusalem, but we'll, I, hey, well save that for another day. I was just going to say, you almost said that like in the Jewish in language, like Harlan. <laughs> Harlan. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom from Harlan. Harlan. Uh, no, we had a great conference. Uh, Alan Lisa Robertson were in town and Brad Stein came on Thursday. Rob Rosenboom uh, shared on uh, Friday night. Mike Shaw had a great message on Saturday. Wonderful message. Emily, Emily uncorked a brand new message. She'd never spoken. She used to speak at women's conferences and marriage conferences for years and had a couple really sound teachings, which we're going to continue to take out wherever God would open up the door. But she did a new one, for, and it really, really was good. So I'm glad you thought so. There were dozens of people that have reached out to me, dozens, and my mic, my microphone. There go. I'm back. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Earth to There's Chris. a short in the microphone, yeah, and I yeah. don't know what happened. There were dozens of folks who reached out to me that talked about in their own way how their life was changed, lives were changed by mm -hmm. the conference. And yeah. we know that that's Jesus, right? Yep. And so we can, we can really say that people did get to a higher ground because of everything that they shared. And the comedy on, on Thursday night was just fantastic. And uh, Emily, you, you tried to pull a little prank on me. I did. Well, it wasn't just me, me, Jake and I, our yeah. son, because we, you and I, our family used to tour around and do, uh, I don't even know what you call it. It was called the big night out and churches would have us come in. We'd have a lot of fun. And one of the things we did was some stand up comedy and some improv. And you were not prepared to do that at the conference. No, but you know, my but... spidey sense said that you and Jake were planning something. <laughs> of course. So I kind of had so an idea well. something was up. But when you went on stage, you said Chris used to always make us rehearse and then he would never want to rehearse. And it was like, I, I don't know what you were, you were talking about there because the okay. reality is I basically, here's what happened. Emily said, someday I'm going to get you. Because I'd always say, I don't need to rehearse. I can just go yes. up. I can just go up yeah. and drop bombs at, at the drop of a hat. I'll go out in front of 20,000 people drop in five bombs. minutes. With, yeah, I'll go out in, in front of 20,000 people with no rehearsal in five minutes from now. And I can still you know, do mic drops and bomb drops and just lift the roof off. And, okay. and we used to laugh and joke about it. And you're like, someday I'm going to get you. And yeah. you tried on Saturday or Thursday night. But you and nailed it. You came we did. through. We did. Your promise... <laughs> Our physicality was suspect, but we nailed it. Okay. I always felt like, and it could be, I could be way off here. I always felt like you were, before we would go out, you would want you and Jake and who, or Hannah or whoever was doing stuff on stage. Let's just do a run through. Let's do some, just a few, uh, what do you call them? Just 
you know, practice. Well, a lot of that was on, on the handoff thing. Like, right. you know, when we would introduce Hannah, we'd introduce Jake yeah. or, you know, how, how you you kinda, wanted to know where we were going to be. Yeah. And you were would, more of the stickler than I was. It would kind of just get our brains in the, in the right mindset to do what we had to do on stage. Right. So that was the thing. Like, we need to re. re we need to rehearse. We need to go through this. We all need to be on the same page. We have to go through. And you were a stickler about that. You know, yeah, we, we didn't I get just where you were show from. up and do it. We didn't rehearse improv much other than just, you know, the flow. Right. Every if, now and then. If we hadn't done it in a long time. And that was more about you browbeating me to rehearse. And I'd be like, I don't need to rehearse. Yeah. That was the thing <laughs> is like sometimes, you know, time you're getting ready, whatever you, you're about ready to take the stage. And I realized, well, we kind of haven't run through this portion or that portion or the other portion. Uh, not necessarily just improv. We but did the you same show say, 46 times in a row. I didn't think rehearsal well, was sometimes necessary. Sometimes there were gaps. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. And we, we'd, we'd have six or seven months occasion. between shows. Yeah, I'm a busy person. We okay. used to do shows every month. Then it was every quarter. Then it was twice a year. Then it was once a year. We'd do like four or five together. And then finally we made Bible Idiots and quit. <laughs> That's what happened, I think, in a nutshell. That is quite a story. Either way. A riveting story. But here, my point was this, was that even though, you know, we needed to kind of go through things, we needed to make sure we were on the same page, you were very attentive to that. Yeah. Uh, you always reassured us that don't worry about anything. Worst case scenario, I can pick up a mic and I can deliver the goods at any time. Any day, any moment, any time, I can do that. And I think so, I was a younger man when I made that boisterous, arrogant yes, claim. I wanted to put I, that to I, the I test. A, I have a question about all of this, though. Okay, and I've okay. been waiting for this show to ask this question because okay. I haven't. I, we've been really tired. I mean, we've had the, this afternoon, uh, we had the last person leave our house. Yeah. When they left our house, it was just like eerily quiet. I'm like, I don't <laughs> the know. The dogs didn't know what I, to I do. I don't know what's. It's just. It's just her and I again. I guess they were just staring so, at the door, like, "Ain't anybody coming back I, in here?" I was. I was meaning to ask you this question okay. yesterday because we went to Omaha and dropped Warren off at the Warren Calloway from Fig Tree Media Group came up on his own. Film the whole thing. And so we're going to have some promos. We don't even know what we're going to do with the footage. It's but just we like, got the footage. That's the you, important thing. You know, we yeah. always have a, f a phrase that we use at Fig Tree is we can't use footage we don't shoot. Right. So this was one of those events where we're going to incubate this conference. So Warren's like, I'll come up and shoot the whole thing for free. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and he's so always a hoot to be with. After so. we dropped Warren off at the airport, you and I had a couple hours where we could just be in an Omaha and download. And yeah. it was on the tip of my tongue. I was going to ask it. And I'm like, no, I'm going to wait for the, sh for the show uh -oh. tomorrow. So uh -oh. here it is. Okay. What were you hoping was going to happen <laughs> when you did this? Were you hoping I was going to fall flat on my face? No. Was that Because either way, it's going to be funny. Okay, either I'm going to be right. funny or my failure is going to be funny yeah. to you. You'll either succeed so well or you'll fail well. what were you, you hoping to accomplish well. by, by all of a sudden, come on, we're going to do a couple of improv okay, games? Okay, well, let's just put it this way. <laughs> I can't wait to <laughs> see you how you're You and I have worked it. together for a long time. Yeah. A very long time. Oh, and we, yeah. I'm not the type of, I'm not an off-the-cuff type person. You no, know? you get mad when you don't have notes for everything. Yeah, I, I need to think about what I'm going to say. I need to write it out. I need to say it out loud, see how it sounds. And I'm but you don't have to do that on the radio. Why can't you transfer that to the stage? I don't care. Um, so. <laughs> That's part of the problem. <laughs> so I don't do well on that fly by night seat of your pants. This is what we're going to do. I have an idea. You do. But for many, many years as we worked together, we took 
countless numbers of stages. And right before we would go off onto the stage, you'd lean over to me and you would say, okay, we're going to do things different. Instead, I want you to do this. Ba, 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 ba. Oh, and we would just walk that needs, out. That needs some clarification. And I would just like, I, I had butterflies in my stomach the way I was. And you would just, <laughs> you would just change things. Like it's okay. We'll just change. We, in a moment's notice, we'll yeah, just change let's just it. Let's shake it so, up a little bit. And, and there's a reason for that. That deserves a rebuttal. I, so I thought, you know what? I wasn't just a mean guy or a crazy I, no, guy. No, you weren't at all. But you function that way and you function that way very well. Um, and I don't. <laughs> so. No, it would be like we were just about to go on and they said that we had like, okay, we're hosting the Casting Crowns concert or whatever. Right, right. Uh, we're going to go out and do our two minutes on stage. And yes. when they tell you you have two minutes, they mean two, two not minutes. three. Yeah. And so when we were about, about to go out, Emily's going to lead and then I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. And I'll say, I'll be thinking, oh, I got a better idea. I think we can do this yeah. and it be more effective. And she used to just get mad. I mean, we're talking about a turn with a hairy eyeball <laughs> ready to just choke you. It's like... <laughs> Don't interrupt her mojo. So I learned how to how to not do that. But can we tell the story about what you used to do when we first started? I don't know what story that is. We had a we had but a mission. You have calloused we had a, we, me to the point where my <laughs> my skin is so thick. <laughs> You can't hurt me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we we had a uh, we had a, a Christian radio station out in the Bering Sea in Alaska that we managed for three years. Every year we would come down to the lower forty eight and do a tour. You know, sometimes eight states along the West Coast through the Midwest the next time. Mm -hmm. And then we'd go back and then I'd spend the time booking those churches to let us in and share the mission of the radio station, reaching the Yupik Eskimos and the, and the salmon fishermen and all those things. That's what the Christian radio station did. And we had to raise money to keep it on the air. So we'd have to do these, what was called deputation presentations. And so Emily hated them. I mean, she hated she just did not want to be on stage at all, but she had to because this was all part of the the deal. It's the we, mission field. We sold everything you know? and moved to Alaska on the on yeah. the Bering Sea. The workers are few, so what so are you whether we say, were no? in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, or whether we were in Flagstaff, Arizona, or Bakersfield, California, or you know Beaver Run, Oregon, and I mean all those places. Yeah. Just before you know, we're standing on the side of the platform. Um, and or even sometimes at some churches, you'd sit in the front row and then they do their introduction and you'd stand up and go to the thing. Mm -hmm. Just as they were about to say, please welcome Christian broadcast missionaries, Chris and Emily Danielson. Emily used to lean into my ear oh. and she would say the same thing the whole, you know, for those two years. She said, and it, and it got to the point where I would I would be like, if she didn't say it, I'd lean my ear in just like, come on. Come on, yeah. get in it. Almost like good luck charm. Yeah. And what was the phrase that you would so lovingly <laughs> whisper into my ear every time just before we walked out on stage? I hate you. <laughs> I, I hate you. It was like break a leg, <laughs> no, you know? It became break a leg, but it wasn't for the first six, six, to, six to 20 times we did it. it anyway, yeah. anyway, so it, it, it worked out good. The, the main thing is, is that we didn't have microphones. We didn't have lav mics, so we had to project the room. And mm -hmm. and I thought that was you know not going to work at first. But then you're like, we don't care, do it. Yeah, and we weren't really totally set up for it. But yeah. you know, it, it's just one of those things where I'm like, well, yeah. he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. Because like you said, anytime, any day, anywhere, any moment, any minute, yeah. I can pick up a mic and deliver the goods. I and can. you did. Yeah. You proved yourself right. So except for bravo. that time, except for that time at Kuiper College in Grand Rapids when I when I completely lost, like I went blank, blank, and Emily thought I was having a stroke. So. A little worried. 
That's yeah. when I decided maybe I'm getting too old for this. Anyway. But like a detective from a 1977 <laughs> drama. Yeah. Just when I get out, you, you get drag me right, right back, back in. in. <laughs> right. All right. Uh, it was a good time. Hey, when we would go to do some of those lines on on improv, yes, it was like you never know if they're going to land or not. But True. I mean, Jake and I were back, and they were all landing. It was yeah. like one of those you know weird yes. I had some shows help. where everything worked. It you know? worked. I think we had a great crowd. They were ready to laugh. Yeah. Well, the people here we are did. fantastic. We had a great crowd. So yeah. Awesome. I mean, it's getting to the point now where I judge all other places we've lived through the Harlan, Iowa lens. And no, it's like, through it's, the Harlan, Iowa. Harlan, Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> so we're we going to celebrate Hanukkah uh, next yeah. year? I don't know. All right, let's get to the show. I've got let's a Salvage by God deep dive coming. Mike Shaw standing by for right on way off. But we start, like we always do, with the granny rant. Here's Emily. <laughs> Donna, dun, Donna. And today it's kind of a thanks, but no thanks. I don't normally follow, you know, celebrity news, but this was just too interesting to me. It was just absolutely captivating. It's in the headlines now. Um, apparently, uh, Jerry Seinfeld was on the red carpet. He was being interviewed by someone on, you know, cameras all over. And an artist, a singer by the name of Keisha, don't know who she is. Hope I'm pronouncing the name right. Uh, walks up to him and tells him, I'm such a great fan. Can I give you a hug? And Jerry said, um, no, thank you. <laughs> Which is kind of a, a little unusual in that you just don't see that very often, but he was very polite about it. He just said, no, thank you. And she kind of persisted. Oh, come on. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan. Just, just one little hug. And he, he was no, um, he wasn't going to do it. And so she just kind of stood there for a second and then, oh, okay. And left. And it was a little bit of an awkward moment. I would say. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of an awkward moment. However, uh, what proceed or what followed that rather was a lot of people were a little miffed at Jerry for how dare you do that. I mean, here's Keisha. You, she's, I don't know who Keisha is, but let's just is she probably some sort of star now? Yeah, she's yeah. I, yeah. I mean, when the Grammy Awards came on the little promo during the football game. It says this person and this person yeah, and this yeah. really impressive person and this person are all going to be making yeah. live appearance. I didn't know any of them. Yeah, I know. Because we're old. And Jerry's well, and we, old, And we don't too. care, so you add that to it. Jerry's actually a little Jerry's older than it. us. Yeah, Jerry's And so 65. he can relate to you. I'm going to get to that in just a minute. <laughs> okay. But one of the things she did was she said, I'm Keisha. I, You know what I mean? Like he's supposed to recognize her then and go, oh, okay, and give her a hug. Uh, he's just like, I'm sorry, you know, no, thank I don't, you. Is it because he doesn't do hugs with anyone? Well, or is I, it... I don't know what it is exactly, but I don't think he's a cuddly person. You know what I mean? I just, yeah. I don't think, he, I think that's just not, not that he's not a nice person, but he's just not he, a hands-on yeah, person. Yeah, I mean, you know? he, he doesn't come across like a germaphobe. No, but I bet he, he was kind of one on the lives. show. Yeah, I, he was kind of yeah. played that he, on his show. He, but he was a real neat freak on the show. And yeah. they said that that's how he is in real life. Yeah. And like if you watch coffee with comedians, uh, coffees and cars getting comedian or comedians and cars getting coffee. <laughs> on, next, on Netflix. Somebody's getting something. OK, <laughs> um, he, he you can tell that he's well put together. He keeps it yeah. tight. He's and, very. And, and I can yeah, see him not being a hugger. Like, yeah. But, and but he did explain on, that. The different on the red carpet. He did but. explain that. Somebody had asked him later in following up, you know, are you just not a hugger? And he's like, well, 
I, no, not really. Like, I don't like hugging strangers and I don't know who she is. And he's like, I'm sorry, I'm 63 years old. I don't know who she is. I don't know everybody. Just because you're famous, I, I that doesn't mean I know you. And he just has a thing where he doesn't hug strangers. And I know a lot of people like that. Yeah. They're not huggers. Mm -hmm. So I just thought it was really interesting because people were very upset with what Jerry Seinfeld did. Mm -hmm. And I kind of looked at it like, wait a minute, wait a minute, let's rethink this. What if the roles were reversed? <laughs> what if Keisha was standing there and Jerry walked up to her and demanded a hug from her? Would that be considered appropriate? Absolutely not. No. Absolutely not. Let me ask you, yeah. what, what race is Keisha? Uh, I got to be honest, I don't know. You don't know? No. Okay. I have no idea. I'm but just, anyway, I'm, I'm just, I'm just making a wild guess. I don't think not, it has anything to do with but, that. But at if all. she's African American, I don't as think a she white is. man dissing. Okay, you don't think she I don't, is? I don't think so. Okay, we'll have I'm just to saying have our, that's probably that's we'll probably another another that <laughs> another liberal TMZ. Let's get no. them. Let's get Jerry. No, I, it wasn't a liberal thing. I think it was a it was a just a fan thing, uh, and they felt bad for her. I kind of felt bad for her too, but. Here's the thing. I feel like, oh, Mike just brought her up. No, she she looks uh, very Caucasian to me. <laughs> so thank you, Mike. Um, but yeah, if the roles were were reversed, that would not be acceptable. But here's the thing. Like I said earlier, there's a lot of people that I know that are like that. They're not huggers. One of them is my sister. My other sisters are huggers. But my one sister is not. She's just a little more, when it comes to physicality, a little more laid back. Or or mm -hmm. I shouldn't say laid back. She's a little more, you know, comfortable at a distance. And I respect that about her. And I don't force myself on her, you know. Um, and I think that we as a society should be more like that. I just thought it was interesting that people jumped all over Jerry Seinfeld as though he did something wrong. Because she, my, she, is a, she looks like a white girl. I'm looking her up right now. Yeah, Mike just showed it no. to us. So, yeah. Oh, no, no. I, here's, here's like three different Keishas right here. I, I don't know which one's, which one's the one. That <laughs> Mike had it. Which one's the one that's going to try to hug Jerry? None of those. None of those. Okay, so let's move on. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let it go. I wonder if we're tired. I just wonder if the show's just... let uh, it go. I looked up at the recording timer and I said, yeah. we're going to start the show at the Granny Ranch. Yeah. It's like 12 minutes in. We're That's just okay. babbling here. Um, I am not babbling. I have something very okay. important to Jerry say. Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> didn't hug Keisha. Keisha, we don't know what race people she is. Got, we don't, it doesn't but matter what race But either way, people got offended. And I'm just, people, I was just wondering if it was a race offense. No, That's it's all. not. Okay. It, it had nothing to do with it's that. It's a hug offense. It's a hug offense. But here's the thing with hugs. Like we, you know, we hear that a lot. Uh, I, well, I'm a hugger. I'm a hugger. And it's like, okay, that's great. But you can't force that on other people. We don't do that with any other attribute. You know, I'm a swimmer. I don't want her to hug that me either, mean, really. <laughs> that doesn't mean you now have is. to swim with that person. Right. You know what I mean? I right. am a gossiper. You don't have to gossip with them. And I, and I think, I really believe, if we raised our kids to actually perceive what Jerry Seinfeld did as normal, we would have a lot fewer issues. I really do believe that, that if people just respected the fact that 
you know what? You don't have the right to just go up and put your hands on somebody. Right. Learn to read the room. Know that people are different. We wouldn't have all these misunderstandings of, well, you touched me and you shouldn't have touched me. And what does that touch mean? And I'm offended. You're offended. And and what Jerry did, I feel completely normal. We need to make that the norm. We need to yeah. teach that to our kids. Did COVID teach you nothing? <laughs> and I don't care if you're Keisha. Okay. You being a celebrity does not trump my autonomy as a person. Mm. And so, yeah, I think we, I, I just thought it was very interesting to watch that. I feel sorry for Keisha, whoever she is. Yeah. Because that's a, you know, that's an uncomfortableness that um, I mean, she got, it's like going for a high five and, and a person yeah. just looks at you and walks yeah. away. She did ask though. That's you know, the or thing. like, I, I remember one time on a red carpet, Ryan Seacrest went to talk to Brad and Angela, uh, Jolie or okay, whatever. Yeah. And he went to talk to them and they both literally ghosted him and walked right off. Oh yeah. Like purposefully. Yeah. I bet yeah. you can find it on YouTube. You probably can. By searching yeah. it. There was a time where there, <laughs> there once was a time. <laughs> When there would actually be people in line to meet Emily and I, and uh-huh. it was always my job, I would I would be first. So they would come to they they would they would come to me first, and then go to Emily. Yeah. And so as you're you know, and they would stand about five feet back, and then once these people were done, then the next person would come. And hey, we listen to you on the radio every morning. Blah 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 blah. We yeah. sign this or whatever. And I saw this guy about three deep, and I he caught my attention. Early on, yeah, you know who I'm gonna the story I'm gonna tell. I do, yeah, because at, then this person goes, and so now it's his turn, and I turn turn to him, and I reach my hand out to him, and he's kind of a mousy little guy, like really kept in, and I mean, just like I noticed him four or five deep in the line, and he blows right past me, and he gets right up in Emily's face, and he goes, "I love you so much, Emily. I named my cat Emily. You remember that." <laughs> I do. Now, if he he wanted a hug, you wouldn't have given him one. Absolutely. Instead, not. you In fact, you, you dove behind me. <laughs> I passed you dove him behind off to me. you really quickly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's so nice. <laughs> have you met Chris? You know, and I just turned him back over. Um, but yeah, I just the feel, people in Harlan and I were going, I can't believe that ever happened. Yeah, it was like 20 years anyway, ago, but it happened. Uh, I I just don't think people should be shamed into engaging with other people in any physical way that they're not comfortable with. Yeah. I think that should be the norm. I think we should be teaching our children that not just to, you don't have to hug anybody that wants to hug you, but also teach our children to kind of be a little bit discerning. If you move in towards someone and you sense they're kind of uncomfortable with that, don't try to hug them. Yeah, they're they're the, not going to like that. You since know? Even, even before COVID, it's a hands-off thing yeah you know and yeah. in fact i because of false accusations that i've seen others Bingo. go through and heard about yeah um i do all i can i always do the, the you know the shoulder tap hug mm-hmm. you know what i'm talking about just kind of get in there tap the shoulder i like i wish i i wish we could hug more we, we just can't yeah and i'm just i become not a hugger uh little yeah. kids i don't like picking them up and carrying them around right and, right some and, people do some people don't it, yeah I, I would, my granddaughters, <laughs> I yeah. wrestle them. Yeah. I mean, I, I hug them and kiss them. And, and and my kids, even to this day, even Jake, when he left Harlan, Iowa, I grabbed him and kissed him on his right, right cheek. I kiss all my kids Read on the right the cheek. Read the room, okay? My kids are all in their 30s. They don't even fight it anymore. <laughs> when they come in for a hug to say goodbye to me, they just give me their cheek because they know it's coming. They know it's coming. They know it's coming. Yeah, exactly. But when it comes to strangers, when it comes to people that are outside of your immediate family, mm-hmm. I think that culture has created this in us. Yeah. And I know we're going to go to the Salvage by God deep dive yes. in just a minute, but Mike Shaw is standing by right here. Let's yeah.
Let's yeah. go, let's go, Mike. I'd like Hi. to get your feedback on this oh. because Emily's granny rant was about Jerry Seinfeld and Keisha. Yep. I feel bad for Keisha getting dislike that. I mean, I that's kind of sad. But, but on he, the other hand, I'm on Jerry's side, right? Because she did ask. She asked. But then didn't accept his answer. Yeah. Well, I'm you sure it was I mean? a shock. I'm sure she's so used to, if she's a celebrity, yeah. she's so used she's to everybody used to, capitulating to whatever yeah. they want. I mean, but we saw still. that. Okay, so close and personal note to self, if you are a hugger and you ask, be prepared that someone may say, no, That's thank right. you. And you just <laughs> say, right. okay, well, it's nice to meet you. So I think, I think Keisha <laughs> did fine. She asked. Yeah. I think Jerry did fine. Yeah. He, he gave her the answer <laughs> he fine. wanted. Yeah. It was fine. Yeah. <laughs> it was fine. You know what's wrong here is the press going, oh, yes. you should have hugged I, Keisha. I agree with like, that. Who cares? Yeah, I, I don't care. I who haven't hugs gone, Keisha. <laughs> <laughs> I have not gone to see like what's their follow-up response because it's blowing yeah, up just, all over. It's while viral. Emily's talking, I Google searched Keisha and I got like five different pictures. Yeah. Three were African American well, ladies, two one, one was white world. with silver hair. That's why that's why I went to the that's why I Googled the story. Okay. Yeah. And that's not you had me your phone and so I the showed story the you on the YouTube. Yeah, the picture you showed was from the store. Yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. So that's her. All right. So no Mike's on the show now, so he's yeah. going to stay oh, with hi. us through hi. the okay. Bible Idiots Deep Let's Dive. Or Let's the uh, Salvaged by God. Are you ready to go? Can we turn there yeah. now? All right. Salvaged by God. That is the platform where you will find Chris's teaching. It is at freshroadmedia.com. You can always click on it there. Uh, but it is time for the Selvage by God deep dive. Chris, what do you want to talk about? Is that going to be a little bit hard to talk? You know, is that going to be hard to remember to say? Yeah. We've been saying Bible I, I need so cue long. cards now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before I get into the deep dive, I really want to go around the room and okay. I want to hear from each of you. Mm-hmm. And I want to start with you, Both Mike. Both of you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what's wrong? What's wrong with each of you? Because there's two of us. So two yeah. of us would be each both of one us. of you, each both of you. <laughs> oh, you wait. There's a there's a difference between both and each. Yeah, I didn't know that. Well, depend. It depends. I finally right. got fewer and lesser. Like you can each <laughs> you can goodness. each have one, but yeah, I guess you're not wrong. Okay. I just like to. Pick how about at how you. about I do this? I like to pick at uh-huh. you. I got a question for you guys. See? <laughs> <laughs> I just remember we went, into, we went into this little airport one time and it had two gates, yeah. A and B. That's, That's it. And there was a sign when you first walked in the airport that said this way to all gates. And it's like, shouldn't it say this way to both gates? That but like, that's optimism. And you know, the and TSA like guy standing there. And one day when I was with Emily, I said, both of them? Yeah. <laughs> and we both laughed. That's hilarious. That sounds he like didn't Jake's laugh, but we laughed. That's yeah. part of Jake's routine. I think. Yeah, exactly. We each laughed. That was great. <laughs> I wish we weren't so ignorant, but we are. And we have fun. Okay. What were we talking about? Because I'm a little bit ask my We're in the Salvage by God deep got down. And I want to I want to go around to both Emily and Mike, each of them. Okay. And I want to ask them this question. And I want to start with Mike. And then Emily, I really want your honest, honest thoughts on this because you were with me in Nashville in 2021. Okay. When the decision was made that you really need to kill the the Bible Idiots brand. It's time. It had its run. Okay. And just to give a little background real quick before Mike gives his opinion on the name change and then you give your opinion on the name change. Yeah. Um, I want you to know that Bible Idiots was something that we just went with. And because it was stand-up comedy and Bible apologetics together in a, in a documentary film, we thought people would understand that, you know, hey, we're fools for Christ, you know, the, the Apostle Paul. And then we ha- there was a reason why we had Jim Daly with his mountain of credibility from Focus on the Family start the movie by mm-hmm. justifying the name of the movie. He liked it. I thought that it would mm-hmm. eventually get 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 over that, but it never no, did. Never and did. so 
Uh, it changed thousands of lives. I was hoping it was going to change hundreds of thousands of lives. And so I stand by the project. We started it with $800 and didn't own a camera. And God just kept bringing people to us. If you've never seen the movie, find it somewhere. It's out there. Just search it. But we decided it was time to move on from the name now. And we came up with Salvage by God. And for those of you YouTube subscribers, there it is on the screen. And Rumble, you know, I love the Rumble folks. Um, make sure you subscribe to No Apology with Emily and Chris. So we'd love it. That Salvage by God, that's the teaching ministry. I'm I'm doing sermons. There's days I'm like, I don't even think I'm good enough to even put it out there. And then somebody will email me from California or Facebook message me. And it's like, wow, God's doing some stuff. So the Bible idiot's name, changing it in the new name. Your thoughts, Mike Shaw. Yeah, I was late to that party. Um, I love Bible idiots. I just thought <laughs> it was... It's large and in charge and right in back of you. <laughs> I know. That's true. <laughs> right. Hey. <Yeah. laughs> Speaks yeah, for it's, itself. It's kind of hard to say, yeah, I don't really yeah. like okay. it. <laughs> for the, for the okay. audio-only listeners, yeah. and there's a lot of them that don't, that don't watch this pathetic <laughs> broadcast. <laughs> Emily and I are in a studio, uh, and, and we're across from each other, and if we go to Mike Shaw's camera... It would show the hallway of the former elementary school converted into a church, and it looks like a penitentiary. Yeah, so behind so me is the Bible. Behind him is the old Bible idiot banner that right. we used to have Bible at the merch table. Bible idiot's banner. Right. We used to have at the merch table. <laughs> Which right. is All now. Right. So don't let that affect your, your answer. Yeah. No, Mike. I was going to say, <laughs> help me, please. I can't speak freely about yeah. Bible idiots no, right I, now. You know, you know me, my, you know me as, a radio guy, as a radio guy for 35 years. I've got to explain what's going on to those that are driving in their truck right now. Yeah. You know, yeah. that they're listening. And it's like, right. that's not fair. You're, I remember uh, radio shows when, when they started doing YouTube broadcasts, they, they'd play videos and they'd all laugh at the video. You see that guy? You see that guy? And it's like, no, I didn't. I only listened to you on audio. So my heart goes out to him. But back to you, Mike Shaw. The Bible banner's idiots. behind you. You were late to the party. Bible idiots. Well, so I love the name. I love the name. And we've had this discussion since before I got here last year. True. Mm -hmm. yeah. About the name Bible Idiots. Mm -hmm. And I've talked to some friends. It's like, Oh, yeah, my friend Chris, I'm moving up to Iowa, and they did a movie, Bible, Id Bible Idiots. Yeah. So, you know, they would give me that reaction, too. Yeah. yeah. But then go. I would explain it to them. And it's like, oh. And so, you know, I thought if we, as long as we explained it, maybe it would, you know, have as big a hook into people as it did me. Because mm -hmm. I, I thought it was great. Yeah. The people but, that it anchored with it really mm -hmm. did anchor with it. Yeah. Them. Which so, is why we kept it, because it anchored mm -hmm. deeply quickly. But because of the experiences that we've all been through with with people's reactions Cancel to Bible culture. And all this, right? yeah. <laughs> uh, Salvaged by God is a great name. It's yeah. a great name and it speaks to me. What can you hate about that? And I know your story, Chris, or most of it, and you know a lot of my story. And mm -hmm. I mean, and, and I would say it's a common story. Yeah. yeah. Um, Two losers who both should be dead, but God had a plan. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. 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 And, and uh, Salvaged by God, yes. Yeah. Right off the salvage yeah. pile. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Right yep. off yep. the salvage pile. Emily, what do you think? Um, you know what? I do like salvaged. I, I like that word because it is so self-explanatory. Um, you could also use the word upcycle. <laughs> Upcycled by God. Upcycled I'm joking. God. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> then you'd find yourself on Pinterest. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I, I always loved Bible Idiots because when we originally were trying to figure out a name for the movie... Um, you know, the whole thrust of the movie was, um, we believe the Bible. Yeah. Are we idiots to believe the Bible or would we be idiots not to? And the whole movie is focused around that question. Mm -hmm. 
and it was just kind of shortened into Bible idiots. There's a subtitle, so it's a it's a, the title Bible idiots with the subtitle "Are we idiots for believing the Bible, or would we be idiots not to?" I loved it because I love anything that stands out. Like Mike said, Bible idiots, they go, what? Like people remember that people, you know, and I I don't know if anyone's heard this adage before, but don't judge book by its cover. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? (laughs) mean, (laughs) Have we learned nothing in literature? Um, But uh, I I always liked it. I always loved it. But I think the, the change is, Probably time because the uh, the movies made its run. And now that we're branching, you know, you, you've got a lot of teaching and ministry that that branches out from that. Yeah, I think I think salvaged is good. I like it because, uh, again, yeah. it explains the thrust of it all yeah. is that we have been plucked out of the out of the trash heap. And and we have been salvaged by God. Made because new. I think the balance between recognizing that you were a sinner who had no hope and Jesus pursued you while you were still yet a sinner. Yeah. And yet knowing that you're a saint, that God has redeemed you. You are a co-heir right. with God. Um, and I think we should lean on the saint side mm-hmm. and and pursue the, 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 the just the righteous, pure life that God's calling us to because it's so awesome. Mm-hmm. But we got to remember that that can lead to arrogance. And so you want to have that back lance back and never forget where you came from kind of thing. Yeah, I like that. I think it has a lot to do with it. Our, our, uh, I almost said it, our Salvage by God deep dive is going to go to Luke 18 today. All right. And as we go to Luke 18, I just want to remind everybody that uh, uh, before I get into it, that I have now a a, a tote bucket uh, rolling (laughs) thing full of Bible Idiots t-shirts that are free to anybody. Uh, okay. And I and just if you wanted the best Bible idiots T-shirt story was at an Arby's in Indiana, tra- traveling up from <laughs> traveling through Indiana. Uh, we did a shoot with the great Al Caperna in uh, Bowling Green, Ohio, just south of Toledo. And so we're coming back through Indiana, and I stopped at an Arby's and I had the Bible idiots shirt on, and I ran inside, and you know. Um, they wanted to make sure it was open, so I get to the door and look back at the car with the other two guys I was traveling with. One was our oldest son, Zach. And I'm like, yeah, they're open. So I go I go inside. It's like 11 o'clock at night. Nobody's in there. And I walk up to the counter, and the lady looks at my shirt, and she goes, oh, I love your shirt. I'm like, thank you. She goes, yeah, those people that believe the Bible sure are idiots. I'm like, I know. You need to go check out the movie. <laughs> you never told her? No. Oh, no. that is hilarious. No, I said, I feel different than you do about the Bible, but the movie is great. You're going to love it. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's kind of crazy. You never know. But it stood out. She saw it. It, it, it you know, it, yeah. it jumps out of the... We have to go Common back. Common stuff, you know what I mean? And and people take notice of it. If you so want a I free like t-shirt that. or a free DVD, all you need to do is email emily at freshroadmedia.com <laughs> and just say free t-shirt, free DVD, put your address She'll in there. And, 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 and I would we'll love mail it. to. I would she, love to. I can't decide we, if the t-shirt's worth more now or less <laughs> <now>. <laughs> Right. Uh, I believe it's still holding steady at like a buck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. This is all rummage and sale you know fair now. How You know how when the artist dies, their work becomes <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, those Bible idiots Someday. t-shirts and DVDs were paid for Someday. seven times over by God. It's not you're it's not it's not like we're being generous here. We're 
We're asking you to help us take out our trash. <laughs> no, we're no, not. No, we're not. What okay. are you talking about? I, I just have dude. a look. I got I got these t-shirts available. Emily E M I L E E at freshroadmedia.com. <laughs> Put your address in there and I will send you a free t-shirt. Make sure you mention your t-shirt size. And I will also send you a Bible Idiots DVD if you it's want It's a one. great conversation starter yeah. if you want to share your faith. Wear a shirt that says Bible <laughs> Idiots. People will talk to you. They That's will. Right. They might not want to hug you, <laughs> yeah. but they, they will not. talk to you. Hopefully they'll ask first. <laughs> yeah. And so that, that's been part of the journey. And, and I want to go to Luke 18 because of that. Now, keep okay. that all in your mind. That's all part of the deep dive today. And that is, we. I've been asking God to resurrect the brand Bible Idiots. I've been asking him to persevere it. I've been asking him for us to change it. I've been asking him to give me a new name in circles for like, I don't know, five years. You know, four or five years we've been seriously thinking about changing. We finally did it. And I just, I don't know, I just feel like... A we new... did it. We did it. <laughs> da, 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 Everything da, da. is fresh at Fresh Encounter Church <laughs> and FreshRoadMedia.com. Everything uh, is cool <laughs> when you drop the old title. <laughs> fresh name, pun intended. <laughs> um, anyway, Luke chapter 18. All right, let's be serious here. Verse 1, it says, And he told them a parable to affect that they ought to pray and not lose heart. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to find the NLT because uh, that's better. Okay. But, uh, that's and we're it, turning pages, or we're scrolling a, no, on our phone, it, no, no, or something. It, look, at, it won't let me do it. Aww. It's like it wants me to update. And... <laughs> <laughs> Denied. Oh, oh yeah, no. Does Mike see, have it? Do you uh, have? Hang on, I have to agree to something. Too. <laughs> Maybe later. Oh, okay, now I, now I don't have. No, I, I don't have my Bible. Okay, so I so have. It. Convenient. I have it. Here, give it All to right. me. Uh, I have. Oh, okay, sure. Yeah. I was yeah. going to read it. No. There you go. Okay. Fine. Don't I'm, break his phone. I, I'm reading it because I'm as I read it, I'm going to comment on it. Okay. Okay. All right. Go to Luke chapter 18, verse one says, "One day Jesus told his disciples a story right. to show that they should always pray and never give up." Okay. Very good. So there are times when God leads you in different directions, and in this whole name that you know, should we keep it? It's offensive. No, people love it. It's comedy, but no, people aren't getting it. You got to explain it. This whole journey, I've been asking God to lead me in this area, and I finally got peace because I never gave up on asking the question because I never had peace. Mm. Well, I've talked about, you know, maybe asking for healings on the hand condition I have. I've asked about uh, other things that have been going on in my life. And you listening, and Emily and Mike, we all may be asking God for something. And how many times do we ask once or twice and then give up? Often. So Jesus Often, told this story yeah. so that they wouldn't give up. He said, right. there was a judge in a certain city uh, who neither feared God nor cared about people. Sounds like my <laughs> old neighborhood. <laughs> Sounds like me on a Monday. <laughs> uh, possibly an Obama appointee. Okay. Uh, possibly. <laughs> but, um, bum. Anyway. Who neither feared God nor cared about people. A widow of that city came to him repeatedly saying, give me justice in this dispute with my enemy. Mm. The judge ignored her for a while, but finally he said to himself, I don't fear God or care about people. Again, possibly an Obama appointee. Nice self-awareness, though. But this woman is driving me crazy. I love that. That's what it says right in the scripture in the NLT, verse 5. But this woman is driving me crazy. I'm going to see that she gets justice because she is wearing me out with her mm -hmm. constant request. Yeah, it's like a little kid, yeah. Then yeah. the Lord said this, our king. Yeah, okay. What our does savior, he say? He What's said, his response? learn a lesson right. from this unjust judge. 
even he rendered a just decision in the end. So don't think you or so don't you think God will surely give justice to his chosen mm. people who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will grant justice to them quickly. But when the Son of Man returns, how many will he find on earth who have faith? Ooh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. add that last part to the whole story. Yeah. And when yeah. he says, learn from this. Are we living in the end days? Many of us think so. If that's the case, is our love growing cold? Obviously. It's right, obviously right, growing right, cold. Right, right. What then should we do? We should be people of vision. My message from yesterday, which if you subscribe to Salvage by God on YouTube or on anywhere you get podcast content, that message, I had a lady show up today at Fresh Encounter Church and walked in and told me because of that message, she wants to Join our church. Oh, that's awesome! I know we don't have we don't have a membership at our church. We're very much a come as you are. We just want to feed the sheep as they come. Yep. But that means a regular attender. Yeah. That yeah. means you're going to volunteer. That means you're going to you know be here and 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 be part of the Connect fellowship. With the people here, yeah. exactly. Be part and so, of the family. Even though we don't have membership, I have. Uh, we have fellowship. I, mm-hmm. I I think that our fellowship, if you want to call it that, yeah. is a tighter group than most churches that have membership. I agree. Right. I mean, it's almost like this unspoken covenant partnership that we have. And I and I used to, I, I actually put together a plan that's used by a handful of churches now. It's my kind of curriculum, if you want to call it, yeah. called the covenant partnership. It's in lieu of membership. It's more biblical locking arms together. And I, I, I brought it up a couple times to the elders, and I just don't know if it's going to fit at Fresh Encounter, but the reality is the same. You must have faith for such a time as this. And to get faith, you must be a praying people. And to get that, you must pray with some aggressiveness and some, you know... Uh, Persistence. Yeah, get up and, and, and get it done. You know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. stay with it. And no, I'm not going to take no for an answer on this. And what I'm praying for with persistence is, Lord, come quickly. And if and if, and if if not, you know, the Heavenly Father is going to pick the day. So if it's not, mm-hmm. you know, if it can't be quickly, then strengthen us for such a time as this. Yeah. You can't do that without the scriptures on your heart, having biblical times of worship where you start all of it by giving praise and then have that prayer, that praise turn into prayer where you're really focused. And won't his chosen people who cry out to him day and night, don't you think God wants to give them justice? Mm-hmm. You know, we Emily and I just talked about this since the message on Sunday. Uh, and we were, like I said, earlier in the program, we had two hours in Omaha that we just kind of were hanging out on a quasi-date afternoon just to kind of... <laughs> quasi-date. Okay. We, weren't, we didn't when have any energy to do anything. We didn't have any money to go <laughs> I've anywhere. Had, I've had a few of those. <laughs> I've had some quasi-dates. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't have any money to go anywhere. And we didn't have any energy to really yeah. go do anything. So we just kind of hung out for a couple and hours even if and we downloaded do, or de- decompressed yeah. and just downloaded thoughts Even if we do other. like a trip to Menards, that counts as a date. So yeah, we're just at that yeah, age. Yeah, we're at right? that age. But we had some really good time to talk, and you were mentioning. I think we need a new uh, mic cord for my mic. Go. Is that uh, a, is that the studio producer's job? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. I was, yeah, when when it's I didn't funded, wait, when we'll it, wait when on the funded, cord we'll fairy. I didn't see it on the job description, <laughs> so I don't know. Um, what words I at? I had the big finish coming. Now yeah, I lost it. Yeah. Um, um, we were in Omaha. Yes, and we were talking about the message that yes. I that I preach. And you and I, and I'm not going to tell the specifics, it's too personal, but there is an issue, one issue, and there is one person that we have been praying for like this, and not lately. 
Not yeah. for a while. Right, right. Every now and then we'll throw a back glance in our morning prayers towards the issue yeah. and the person. And we're praying for salvation for the person. We're praying and believing this person's going to be saved. Mm-hmm. And yet Emily was so diligent for a while. And I, when I say a while, I'm talking like a couple of years. Yeah. And then just... Every now and then, and then, and I don't know, we've been in Iowa, what, 19 months now? I think we might have made both these prayers four times, five times, six times. Not a lot. Right. And that's what we took out of the message. And um, we're changing that. Yeah. And we we have a prayer warrior team at Fresh Encounter, I'm sorry, at FreshRoadMedia.com. Yes, some some of them are the attenders of Fresh Encounter, but we have people that want to be prayer intercessors. And we have people around the country that are on this team that don't live in Iowa. And yet we get almost next to no prayer requests at freshroadmedia.com. So I'm, I'm going to ask you right now, if you have any prayer requests at all, we want to get there with you. We want to help join you in that journey and start praying more earnestly, more intentionally. So go to freshroadmedia.com right now. Look for prayer requests. You can type it in anonymously. These yeah. are strong Christian people who are praying for you. And it can be health, it can be finances, it can be relationship. It can just be praising God that you're still sober after all this time. And so we, wow. I guess somebody's honking their horn. Someone must, have, <laughs> someone must there, have hit a power There's pole a burglary going on right now. Let me shut the window. Someone's yeah, why don't, why don't you shut the window? Um, and I will keep the camera on me as I finish my thought here. So... Please, if you want brothers and sisters to pray for you, that is an outreach ministry part of FreshRoadMedia.com. And we would love to have you join us in that. Yes. What do you think, Em? I love it because I, I, I'm, I just, I know the people who have volunteered to be on that prayer team. Well, you set them up. You recruited them. I did. And uh, it's, they, it's, they, it's a blessing to them to pray for people as much as it is for the people being prayed for. Yeah. They they're built for it. They they want to do it. It's how they serve their king. Yeah. And so um yeah, I love that there's people that want to do that and oftentimes there's more people that want to do that than people who are who are wanting who will actually come forward and say I yeah. need prayer. That's not just here at Fresh Road Media but like in churches and so yeah. on praying for one another. I remember one time, Chris, we were going to our church and, and the pastor, this was years ago, said, mm-hmm. you know, if you need prayer, our, our elders are standing around the, the, the church and, and they would love to pray with any yeah. of you. Just go up to one of them if you need prayer. And you looked at me, Chris, and you're like, why would we not do that? And right. we got up and yeah. we both went down and, and he prayed for yeah. us. And what a difference. We're talking about 350 people in a big audit, you know, and then that's, that's a larger auditorium. Yeah. And you got four guys along this wall. You got four guys along this wall. And I would say, what, three of the people prayed for three of us? Yeah, yeah. And I don't, I just don't think people understand. The value of if the you have a yeah. If you have a good ground church that's Bible-focused and they have elders, those elders are called by God. The most biblical thing you can do is have an elder pray for you. Yeah, yeah. Why would you not? I mean, I'm sure that there might have been people thinking, oh, Chris and Emily got, because they, we did it every time. Yeah. And, and I mean, they there would There was do always it. stuff to pray we, about. I th- because of our, you know, our travel journey and, you know, where we were, I think that we were at that church for about a year and a half, and they might have done it four times while mm-hmm. we were there. It was kind of a special thing. Every time we'd get up and we would yeah. be one of the very few that would get up. I'm sure there were people like, oh, Chris and Emily must have problems in their marriage. And it's like, 
<laughs> no, we're in the public eye every day. We we yeah. will take any prayer we can get. Yeah, so yeah. let's and, take a quick break yeah. and come back with uh, right on way off. What do you think? Boss? All right. Yep. Let's do it. All right. You're listening to No Apology with Emily and Chris. And uh, Mike Shaw's already in the room. And don't forget, Emily, E-M-I-L-E-E at Fresh roadmedia.com get your free t-shirt get your free dvd and hey throw a prayer request in there look into it hey if you enjoy listening to no apology with emily and chris if you get any encouragement from it please consider standing with us financially go to freshroadmedia.com and consider giving a wonderful gift today it is appreciated Welcome back to No Apology with Emily and Chris. So glad that you are along with us. And uh, maybe a little rusty today. I don't know. That, I think we're tired. I just feel like we've just been all over the map, and I hope it's not as disjointed as blah, it feels. Blah, 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 Mike, blah, Mike Shaw's already joined us, so it ain't like a big <laughs> shock to bring him back in. Save us from ourselves, <laughs> Emily, Mike. Emily, you have a lot planned for the show. What are you thinking? Where are we headed? How you doing? You know... I almost brought this thing on to write on way off. And then I thought it's too big and it's too, there's too much that we can talk about here. And I didn't want to do it on uh, by myself. And I didn't want, I didn't want it to just didn't get too to do extreme. it all by myself. So that, you know what? Let's do this separate. And I got three <laughs> whole other things to do with right on way off. We'll get to that. In all a right. Moment. All right. So this is a formerly known as right on way off. I don't have <laughs> you. All I am is confused. We're doing something that's like right on way off, but not it's not right it's formally, but it's too big. It's basically you want opinions. on. I something. was going to do it on right on way off, but, but it was it's too, too big. big. So but I want to do it because I think you it's want so opinions? interesting. I want opinions. Okay, All right. So this is a meme that's been going around. I've seen it ever since the first of the year because, you know. New Year's resolutions were so huge. Oh, yeah. So, you know, this has like kind of that Christian twist on it. And and the first time I read it, I'm like, this is not, something's not right there, you know? And uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah, that, how you that's said that's it. just not Here right. I don't know if I agree with that. I don't that. know. Yeah, sure. Don't you know? You betcha. But I am also the type of person where things have to like settle in my brain for a while before I really form understand and formulate, okay, this is what. This is this is what I know now. Right. You know what I mean? These are my thoughts. Me. What's the meme? You got me on pins and needles. So here, here. I'm going to read the meme, and then I want to go right. back and kind of look at each one of the things that it says. It's, <laughs> it goes in line with the New Year's resolutions, right. and it says, "This year, I want to be more like Jesus." Colon, and then it has a list of things that they want to do in order to be and like. And this is like a like handwritten Jesus. snapshot. I've seen. I think this. so. You've seen Every, it, Mike. Well, yeah, so you have read it? Okay, yeah. good. Right. You might have some thoughts I, I on have it. Not. Yeah. I, my Facebook time is down to twice a week. My first now. reaction was your first reaction. Oh, good. I think I scroll every day, but I don't post nothing. I, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I want to be. I want to be like Jesus. He never posted anything on Facebook. Uh, Jesus did a lot of scrolling. So <laughs> I am like Jesus. <laughs> All right. All right <laughs> so what does it say? What does it say? Okay. This year, I want to be more like Jesus. Okay. And then, and it's then got a, a list of things list. that they're going right. to do. And I'm just going to read them all off for you. Then we'll go back and we'll tackle them. Okay? All right. Hit us. I want to hang out with sinners, upset religious people, tell stories that make people think, choose unpopular friends, be kind, loving, and merciful, and take naps on boats. Those are, I think there's six things there. Yeah. And I just, as those things settled into my brain, the more I realized they're kind of 
a little bit irrational. And I'm glad, Mike, to hear you say that you kind of had the same thought. So yeah. let's start with you. Let's go with yeah. the first one. This year, I want to be more like Jesus. Right. Uh, so they're going to hang out with sinners. What's your thought on that? Well, I mean, so I, I, mean, I don't want to take them one at a time. I want to give my overall reaction. Okay. If you don't mind, yep. Which not is, a problem. Because the, the thing's not wrong. It's just not wrong. But there's some key, there's some words in there. Uh-huh. There's some words sprinkled in there that are kind of uh, dog whistle words, if you will. Okay. What's dog whistle? Mean? It's just got some woke on it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just it just feels like it's a it's a woke thing to mm-hmm. to poke um, to poke you know at the Christians. church. Yeah, the church. At the church. To hey, poke the that's church. insight. That's you know? insight. I and never that, thought about that, but so I think that, you're right. That's. I, I guess I bottom lined it, but that's yeah. that's my bottom line. It's like I like that. You know the way they. Those things are true, and mm-hmm. that Jesus did those things, and we should do those things. Mm-hmm. But... Did he though? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get into it, Chris. He but he did fall asleep on a boat. Yeah, he did. Um, so at least that part. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, But I mean, it's so, and you know, it's just okay. We'll put these things together. Yeah, and make it sound real. Good. Make it sound real good, and then we'll poke our local pastor and the church, yeah. and, and our fellow Christians. And our Christian brothers and sisters, yeah. or or if we're not Christians, those guys. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what, I don't, your overall. That's my overall. That was your gut reaction right mm-hmm. away. Yeah. Good for you. And mm-hmm. I stand by it. I didn't pick up on that right away, Chris. What what's your overall reaction? My overall re- reaction is it's it's somebody who has no clue who Jesus really is. The Jesus of the scriptures, the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the Savior of our life. And they make it into some little smug, little, um, you know, arrogant. It's really I'm arrogant. I'm better than you. Yeah. I want to be like <laughs> Jesus and I want to make unpopular friends and I want to hang out with sinners. And it's like, you don't understand what Jesus is and what he right, did. Right, right. And so it's it's very smug. That's what, it, that's what it, it just choices. slaps a mug to me. And <laughs> And you know, upset religious wow. people. It's like you don't you don't understand what authentic Christianity is, and that's the true followers of Jesus. So to yeah. be like Jesus, you got to be an authentic follower, and you will love the church. Yeah, there because you go. Because you you want right. to if you want to be friends with me, you better not call Emily ugly. Okay, you better not call her. <laughs> you don't you, you don't tell me how rotten my wife is. And we, that's what you're doing to Jesus with right, the church. Yeah. So it's his bride. It's his bride. It is his bride. It's so his don't, bride. yeah, you probably so, don't want to walk around calling it, it's his just, bride ugly. It just reeks yeah. of smugness. I like the way Mike put it as far as a woke, you know, a little woke yeah. thing. And they think they're so smart. They think they're so loving. They think that you realize, let me just give you a little, you, you poke the bear now. <laughs> 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 You've poked the apologetic bear. <laughs> okay. I will give you one example All right. of an incredible sinful person. I mean, we're talking hated because he was so sinful. This guy, based on the cultural understanding, yeah. this guy would literally steal money from people and put them in oppression. And when they barely had enough to feed their kids, he'd come and take what money was left from them mm-hmm. and then laugh in their face. And when Jesus came along to meet this guy, he said, today I'm going to dine in your house. Mm. Today I'm coming to your house. Mm-hmm. And you want to know what happened? Salvation came to the house. Right. Do you know who I'm talking about? Right. Yeah, the dude was short. Yeah, yeah. Zacchaeus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. climb the sycamore man. tree. People, you know, it just sounds like Jesus is just happy with the sinners and he's just eating with sinners. No, he never left any of them in their sin. Yeah. So the smug guy who wrote this, 
I want you to be convicting them of their sin when you're hanging out with yeah. them. When you make those friends that nobody else wants, I want you to be sharing the love of Jesus like yeah. in, in, in bucket loads because you want to know what salvation comes from? Mm-hmm. Those who get convicted of sin and they want a new life. Right. And so they literally go to God and they say, God, I confess all my sins. I ask you to forgive me of everything. Change me from the inside out. And now I want to come and live for you. That's what baptism is. You're going down in the water to represent the death of Christ, and and then you come back up out of the water to represent the resurrection. When you come out of that water, it's a public proclamation to everybody, I am now a new creature in Christ. So you humbly serve the Lord. You don't do these smug little behavior modification things to show how Christian you are, because you can put (laughs) down the church, and you can be friends with sinners, and you can do it. I'm going to be super Christian. Yeah, I, you know, it, 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 it's the intellectual no, deconstructive wokeness is all over that. Yeah. And when anybody attacks the church, look, there's a lot wrong with the church. There are there are visible sinners. There are visible churches. <laughs> yes. There are visible churches. They're just together. a bunch of hypocrites. <laughs> yeah, join us. There are there are churches under the under the guise of the Bible and of God who have hurt a lot of yeah. people. That's true. There are pastors and leaders who are just devils mm-hmm. in, in, in sheep's clothing. They're wolves in sheep's clothing. There are a lot of that going on. Everything that God has done, Satan has come along with a counterfeit and says, I'm going to try to mess it up. Right. And right. so when you generically say that these religious people are all uptight and they're judgmental and they hurt people, that is not the bride of Christ. Right, there are a lot right. of people that love others enough to tell them that there is a Savior who can give them a right, new life. Right, right, And if you are going to hang out with sinners, be prepared to do that. Yeah. Be prepared to do okay. that. And, and if you're not, then you're just, I, you're, you're, you're a waste of everybody's I'm time. Really, I, that was very insightful for me. I, I I didn't pick up right away on the wokeness. And I also love, Chris, how you really, the, the crux of the gospel, they're missing the mark on this one. Yep. What I did when I started reading I mean, the true that, gospel that changes lives is peace, joy, yes, yes. goodness, gladness, all of those things. And it's like, I, I didn't sound like I had any of those as I was like, just a minute ago. But that's the truth. Jesus didn't just willy-nilly just hang out with people. He convicted them of their sin. Yeah, he did. He yeah. said harsh things. But here's the thing. Okay, when I read through it, I'm thinking this like doesn't even, do they... Do they understand English here? <laughs> because here's the thing. This year, I want to be more like Jesus by hang out with sinners. How do you not hang out with sinners? Yeah. We're all sinners. If you're hanging out yeah. with people, yeah. you're hanging out That's with right. sinners. Done and done. If you're done hanging out with yourself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you can't really leave yourself alone, you know. So, yeah, you're with you're with, you're, sinners. You're with sinners wherever you go. Don't you worry about that. Yeah. Some uh, of them are saints that are redeemed by God, and they can't claim any of that. Jesus did it all for yeah. them. Uh, the second one, upset religious people. Okay, this one is what, this was when I saw this one, this was the one it clicked. Yeah. Where I realized, nope, there's something wrong here. Because yeah. if your goal is to upset religious people, what did Jesus say was good, true religion? Caring for widows and orphans, right? Yeah. Why do you want to upset that? That's my question. Why do you want to upset people who are caring? If I could reach for over and grab your mic orchards? and drop it right now, I would. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> right, right. Okay, so now I'm getting hot as yeah. I'm reading. Hey, <laughs> no, I'm good, good. Don't let me be the only one who decided to get all bear pokey over here. Uh, so then, tell stories that make people think. Make people think what? 
yeah. things that you want to think. Make people really question their faith. Is it what really is it true? You want Let, people let's to think. deconstruct that in an anti-biblical, anti-Christian right. way How so that we can really throw our faith right. in the trash. Yep. How about you just share your testimony? How yeah. about that? Because that's a that? really good story. How about that? Uh, that you can share over and over and over again. Number two, or number whatever we're on. Four, choose unpopular friends. I thought that was kind of interesting because if you're choosing unpopular friends, are they really your friends? I mean, I don't really have a litmus test for my friends. <laughs> it's like I saying. just connect with That's people that God brings in my life. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we were talking uh, uh, a while back to Macy Reichel, and she was talking about how when she goes off to college, finding those people, uh, college classmates that really are grounded in Christ, that relationship in Christ really binds them to a deeper level. Like Mm -hmm. you can't replace it. There is something there. A friendship that is founded in Christ Jesus is inexplainable. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I thought that was weird. Choose unpopular friends. That sounds like you're kind of like using people. Like who's unpopular to you? Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't have a litmus test. I'm standing in front of somebody and I, I kind of see them all the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, the uh, the next thing, be kind, loving, and merciful. Uh, I don't know why I didn't pick up on the wokeness of that statement, but absolutely. Because kind, loving, merciful Everyone has their own definition of those things. But that's um, a good one out of the bag. It is a good one if you're defining those things in God's word. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it kind of, though, here's the idiocracy here. Being kind, loving, and merciful, doesn't that totally conflict with upset religious people? I mean, like, how <laughs> do you do both? Hello. I don't understand, Hello. you know? And, of course, the last one, take naps on boats. Uh, sorry, I don't have a vote. You know, uh, that, that's, that's a whole class that's of people. Kitschy. That's kitschy. I like that one yeah. out of the batch. I yeah, tell you what, it if was you, for a smile. If you I wanna, get it. If you want to put some improv to the test, read each one to me, and I will give you the way it should be rewritten if they were authentic Christian actually yeah, saying that. Yeah. Wearing sandals doesn't make you more like Jesus. Taking uh, naps on boats doesn't my make you more like My sandals have Jesus. a name. You know what my sandals are called, right? My Damascus kicks. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. I was I mean, going to say Larry and Curly. <laughs> no. yeah. But you don't want to wear sandals here in mid-January. Yeah. yeah that's Is there true. more? Nope, that's it. All right, I, just, I want you to I read me back. To I want get... you to read me back the list, and I want to put it in authentic Christian terms. Oh, okay. So Improv style. This year, I want to be more like Jesus, hang out with sinners. I want to be um, sensitive to sinners and share the gospel with them. All right. Uh, upset religious people. I want to make sure that religious people hear the true gospel message and the authentic Christ Mm. and not one that they've made up. All right. Uh, Tell stories that make people think. I want to make sure that they can read their Bible clearly and let the Holy Spirit change their mind. Or if you do know Christ, Romans 12, 2, have your mind transformed. There you go. All right. Uh, choose unpopular friends. I want to be. You uh, are the unpopular. I want. I want. I want to. I want to be wise in how I choose my friends and never base it on their popularity. Exactly. Either way. Yeah. Either, yeah. Either way. way. Yeah. Uh, be kind, loving, and merciful. I want Jesus to help me, hour by hour, day by day, to be more kind, 
just, merciful, and loving yeah. the way the the way that He would want me to be. Yeah, that happens through the yielding of the Holy Spirit, mm-hmm. not through the I'm going to do this better. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, of course, take naps on boats. I love it, man. I love to go to the lakes in Minnesota, and if Mark Egan will ever let me take a nap, I'll take it. Yeah, I got to. <laughs> or my, my brother-in-law open. Steve has a boat now too. Yeah, I think I might need. That's true. No, lakes I, that, in Minnesota. That is one great. was kitschy and smug, just because. Uh, they're, they're just trying to get everybody to not think and go, oh, it's just like this. Yeah. The narrative of the fence, the wire fence coming down at the border. Yeah. The woke people are all pushing that children are getting cut by this fence. So if you love children at all, you will be for removing this border. Right, right, right. No, crimes are being committed. And I'm sorry children are involved in it. But just to take that down, that is called malevolent compassion. Yeah. And malevolent compassion is why this country is in the problem it is. It's not true compassion because those kids, that wire is going to be taken down and other kids on the other side of the border are going to suffer from the crimes of the people that are easily coming across. So how about if you're a parent, don't take your kids across the border. Right. Right. I mean, no one wants to see a kid cut by the razor wires, but that's not a reason to open our borders. Right. A lot of those kids are, have been kidnapped. Yep. Yeah, and they're oh, with the they're thing. with smugglers. There's human trafficking there. Yeah. So. Let's do yeah. something about so, coyotes. Yeah. So I don't think yeah. the barbed wire is the most of our the biggest yeah. concern. But no, the malevolent compassion that is it's being driven compassion. down our throat yeah. is 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 just playing on our emotions, and people aren't thinking. They're not they're not thinking critically. They're not thinking with knowledge. And when the spirit infuses you, when you are a saved person, ask God for wisdom, and He'll give it to you generously. Yeah. And you can love appropriately. Without judgment, even. Yeah. 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 Your love and your kindness, a lot, most of the time, has nothing to do with you. It has to do with the spirit working through you. And every once in a while, then he, you'll get a glimpse into look at what I did through you, unbeknownst to you. All right. Let's move on. It is time for the official right on way off. Very near future, I'll be playing the right on way off little jingle with Don Keith's voice introducing it. All right. I've got all the elements. I just got to put them together and I need something called five minutes. Which I don't oh, have. Right, right. In your spare time. Right. And I feel like we had got a, so much. Uh, and I feel like we had a great warm up. So I'm I feel yeah, warm up. Yeah, yeah. There I you think go. we're over oh, an hour. I love already. that. Yeah. yeah that, well, maybe we do need warm ups uh, going forward. All right. <laughs> Our audience might think otherwise. Yeah. We'll see. Well, here we go. It is All time right. for right on way off. Three statements I'm gonna throw out there. Mike and Chris get to tell me whether these statements are in their opinion right on or way off. And then I'll tell them the truth. <laughs> <laughs> so here we go. We're going to start with you, Chris. All right. Uh, the first one is the whole idea of I before E except after C has been debunked by science. Is that right on or way <laughs> off? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to go. Let me think. Wait, where should okay. I go? Here? If you don't know, take a stand. I'm going to say way off. Okay. I'm going to say that linguists from years past, decided just to mess with the English language. All right. Right next to dangling participle and splitting, you know. Infinitives. Infinitives and all of that. I mean. Don't end a sentence with a proposition. Yeah. You know, do you ever speak to somebody phonetically? You know, where yeah. you say, you know. Pahonics. No. <laughs> no where, where, Never speak to someone phonetically. Well, like, what I mean is they the say, <laughs> you know. <laughs> That's that's Chris. That's C as in cake, H yeah. as in you know hello or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I like to do that's K as in knife. Yeah. P as in pneumonia. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's good. I uh, like anyway, that. Anyway, so I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm going to just go way off and say okay. linguist ruined us with, with the word receipt. <laughs> Mike, your turn to take a stab at this one. The whole idea of I before E except after C has been debunked by science. Right on or way off? That's right on. Why is that right on? Because neighbor and way and uh, there's a few others. Okay. Neighbor and way. What, what are you talking about? Neighbor is uh, E before I. I. Yeah. Neighbor way W E I. How does science play into it? Well, well, because all you have to do is observe. Well, using the scientific method, gathering facts by looking at words that exist in dictionaries and sentences, and then make observations, and then make observations, mm-hmm. and have your theories, and then prove them. And right. so there are there are words that are e before i. Okay, so the whole uh, answer to that question is it is right on. Uh, because now listen, <laughs> you guys got so close. You got so close. Well, Chris, Mike, you, I thought you went right on. Chris, no, you, you didn't went, say right on. Yeah, okay. You I was I was the one who was wrong. The right question. What did I say? What did you what did you ask? You're like, how how do you know or something? Yeah. What do you mean? I mean, I, yeah, yeah. The whole idea of I before E, except after C, has been debunked by science. All you have debunked to do is look science. at it because science is S C. Okay. All right. I thought it was the guy who said we should wear three masks. It's the Fauci of language here. I am science. I should have got that one. All right. I'm not up first this time. Statement number two. Okay, you complained the other day. These are just such, you know. No, these are, this is much better. No, it's obvious. This is much better. Are you right on or way off? <laughs> Jesus came to forgive you of your sins. <laughs> I'm going to go right on with that. Tell me what you think. Tell me what you think. Okay, uh, number two. This statement's number two. We're starting with Mike first. I can't explain this with science, but the cup you drink your coffee out of matters. Is that right on or way off? Yeah, the cup. The yeah, cup. everything you drink everything out of is made of matter. <laughs> You're thinking like that. He's thinking really deep I'm thinking, now. Yeah. I'm matter. trying to catch I'm trying to yeah. catch the what's, thing. What's now. the thing? What's the underlying so thing? Of course your coffee cup is made of matter. The cup so. you drink your coffee out of matters. Right on or way off. Yeah, I'm right on. All right. I'm not sure it's why. Made out of matter. Because okay. it's made out of matter. <laughs> That's Chris? Just, yeah. The the cup I drink my coffee out of matters? Yeah. Uh, I'm right on. Okay, why? It's a mood thing. Um, I have certain coffee cups that I that I drink out of that mm-hmm. just make me feel better in the morning. And I have one, and we do it just, I started, how many years ago? What, 2017? A long time ago. 2017, because I remember when I bought it, I yeah. put it into rotation. Yeah. Um, I bought it in Alaska. It's a big Alaska mug, and it's a big, big mug. Yeah. And it's called my Saturday mug. And the reason is, is that Saturday mornings for the longest time since 2017, as our schedule allows, is the day that I read novels. Mm-hmm. I don't read, I don't read, you know, theology books or anything else like that. And at that, hmm, I don't know, I kind of back in the same boat. There was a little bit of a gap, but mostly for the last 20 years, I read about a book a week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's just you plow through them and I love them. I love to read. And so that meant that I did, I had less going on and I could take my time and read. So that is called my Saturday mug. No, Emily, do I drink out of that cup any other day of the week? No. No, just Saturday. And do you get upset when I take it on Saturday? No, I get upset when you take it on Friday and dirty it up <laughs> with your chai and your chocolate. And then it's sitting on the counter. I come out Saturday morning and the dishes are... <gasps> 
I've got to wash it by hand or condescend to this other mug that's not Saturday mug. <laughs> it's important and, to and you. And before isn't you it? say, Chris, you're really weird, it's all whimsy, but it's true. It we is do it. True, we do yeah. it. Yeah. I do. I, 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 it is right on. Emily um, has a cup from Art Prize in Grand Rapids oh. where she had her artwork displayed two years in a row. And one of those years, they gifted us, as Chris and Emily, some, a gift basket. And there were some art prize cups in there. And one of them has been my prize daily. I mean, it doesn't take a day off. It works. It's just one of those guys. And it's still, you know, the, the stuff that's on, it's still good. And I just feel right when I have that cup. And then you know me, I don't like that cup. I avoid no. that cup like the plague. You can't I don't serve, want that you can't cup. serve Emily I coffee just, or anything I in that cup. She just won't touch in it. The art prize. It feels Why? like I, it feels like I'm being arrogant or something. <laughs> Look at me, my, I'm an Give me art, the art prize, prize yeah. mug no, for which so. I put my art in the art prize show, and now and then I'll a drink couple years the art ago, prize. a couple years ago, we bought these <laughs> this blue and green plaid caribou coffee cup that has this kind favorites. of curved lips yep. all the way around. We have two of them. And that's our that's our daily go to. Yeah, and that's if our dirty, devotional. We go, I go to the art prize. Emily goes to those what? are our devotional yeah. mugs. We like mm-hmm. to have them at the same time, <laughs> so we're matching. We're Why? old. We have nothing left in life. Why are we telling and the so, world? This? Yeah, we like to do that. But I have a couple mugs, a couple coffee things. That yeah. I so like, does it like matter or not? It does matter absolutely. Yeah, right. I gotta. Is it because of it's matter like Mike Shaw, or is it? It's psychological? not because it's made out of matter, but it is psychological. I will move one cup to get the cup that's behind it because it's a different cup with a different picture and it's the one I want for that particular day. It's a mood setting thing. Is there any really science, is. any any uh, psychological? Uh, no, I said I can't explain that with science, but it's yeah. true. And if you talk to people that oftentimes they do have yeah. a favorite mug yeah. or and a, a fa- mug they use and, on a certain day. And a favorite day. Uh, water cup, a travel yep. or tumbler a, or whatever. A cup that they use for a specific drink like yeah. these are all our coffee cups but when i make my yeah. chai latte i use this one well you know? i have a new mug a uh, new travel coffee thing um that i that i preach with and it's it's the one of the new mugs from the coffee shop the grounds which mm-hmm. is which is part of fresh encounter church and they're open monday through saturday and i go down there almost every day and say hi to the ladies that run it and you know we have fresh pastries and it's just it's part of the ministry here yep. so when i bought that mug about 6 months ago it became my go to daily yep. travel mug it is. and when i don't have it i feel like you mess this, you're you know, missing off something kilter, yeah. and it's yeah. like i got to find it and wash it and, and get it you know uh, yeah. oh i've got this other one today it's just nah. yeah. so you now that you know it. now that you know what it <laughs> what it means mike do you connect with that are you yeah. do you have that thing going too i do so i used to have a coffee cup collection um, and on the morning show you know we did in Lubbock Texas we used to say send us your coffee mugs or your t-shirts and, okay. and we'll advertise your nonprofit or event oh, wow. on the air and so people would send us their coffee mugs and their t-shirts cool so we would talk about them on the air and so I had a Big old coffee collection. Now, you know, three or four moves later, it's mostly mostly <laughs> had to dump. I had to get rid of a lot of it. Right. And I do have some special mugs that, yeah. I, that mostly just I don't use, but I still could yeah. not throw them away. I right. still have yeah. them. Yeah. I have a special Vikings mug that my kids gave me that the handle broke yeah. on. My my daughter's yeah. band had, had a mug, but they made it like a metal, one of those metal campfire mugs so it can't go in the microwave or anything right, right. and then uh, a guy at a church uh, made me a little like pen holder thing those three things sit on my desk and have pens in them and they are very special to me yeah, yeah. world's greatest dad yeah i mean that's yeah. got chips in it and i don't know yeah. that's 
coffee mugs are like a love language. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now this is just you making this up. There's no, there's you didn't read an article no, or anything. No, it's okay. just a statement. I just I wanted to know. I think you got a blog. You got to write <laughs> right there. Why the coffee cup matters. Well, before we move on, uh, I have to tell you about my coffee cup. You know, I have a couple of them. I have a few of them. One I know, of them, I know them all, but you go ahead and share with me. One you. of them is the is I, we have two dogs and and we have two mugs that each have a picture of our dog on it. And those are kind of I use those repeatedly. But Christmas present from two years ago. I have two other mugs and one is a, both of them were each given to me from one of my daughters. I've, you know, each daughter gave me a mug at a totally different time in life. And one of them is a beautiful white horse next to a red barn and all this snow. And I love winter. Mm-hmm. I love winter. I love Christmas. When it's hot and sizzling outside in the summer, I grab that mug because it makes me feel better. Nice. And we we have a name for that mug. A snowy. Snowy. You know. Now I have another mug. It's a smaller mug. It's more of like Are a we talking tea. snowman. Yeah. A, a See, I, I, do I try not to bring you coffee in the morning in one of those two you cups do. all the time? It's more, it's smaller. It's not a mug. Please let her be in a good mood. Let this help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it usually does. Um, but yeah, it's, it is a coffee cup. It's not a mug. Yeah. It's smaller because it's from England. They do things a little more proper and a yeah. lot less, you know, American. Top of the morning there. to you, governor. But it's got, and this is an English, very English production. I don't know if you've seen it, but the the animation, The Snowman which I absolutely love. Absolutely love it. My, the, it would go on in the VHS. My kids know it. My dogs know it. When they hear the music on the snowman, they're like, oh, is it nap time? Let's go to bed. You know, that like they, we love it. We love, love, love it. It's, it was a lullaby in our house. It was a lullaby. Through a VCR. If you, yep. for, for our those children of you younger and our dogs. This, VCR was something you used to run tape through. <laughs> That would be connected to the TV. I have it on DVD now. Uh, It's also on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Just look on YouTube for the snowman. It's an incredible musical lullaby type thing. There's no, there's just music. It it, it played in our house, I would say, 1500 times, maybe 2000 times. Yeah, the dogs actually got to. It was used used as a lullaby for the kids and for Emily at nap time when she was, you know, in her. Very spry forties. And those two, those two, those two cups yep. are my. I feel bad, sad. I'm gonna cry. I need that, um, and I do feel better when I drink. I, out of why are cup. we sharing this on the show? Well, because it's very important. <laughs> I don't <laughs> even like, know. I know this is your therapy hour. This weird stuff. A lot of yeah. people really enjoy. I, I'm, your therapy hour. Hey, if somebody's got a mug, uh. Tell us about it. Yeah. Go to freshroadmedia.com. Tell us about your mug. Send us a picture of it. You can yeah. do that through email or or leave a voice. What's it uh, called on us. the website now? It's called, it's it's called Sound, Off. Sound Off. And when you click on that, you're not typing. You're talking. Yeah. When you click on that talk, tell us about your coffee cup. Describe and, it to And then us. we'll have it and we'll maybe play it yeah. on one of the next shows. Yeah. So. There you go. Freshroadmedia.com. Click on sound off and talk and give your verbal answer. It's like calling the show. All right. Last question. And then we are going to wrap it up. And this statement, I I don't know. You tell me what you think. Who are we going to first? Chris, I guess. Our worship is not a response to how Jesus makes us feel. Our worship is a response to Jesus's worth, regardless of how we feel. Is that right on, or is that way hmm. Let me read it again. Are you saying what we should, our response should be or what our response is? Uh, is this a correct statement? Mm. Is it right on? I think 
that was the rules of the game oh, all yeah, along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, by definition of right on, way on. I before this, E, yeah. except after C. And in science and way. <laughs> yeah. And what's your favorite cop? Okay. Our worship is not a response to how Jesus makes us feel. Our worship is a response to Jesus's worth, regardless of how we feel. Is that right on? Or is that way off? That's Dumb. right on. All right. Very good. That's right Why on. Why do you think it is right on? Because Jesus is always worthy, and we need to actually start shouting this from the rooftops Yeah, because the culture is now trying to say everything should be based on how you feel. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I come into worship and then I feel good. Well, yeah. I mean, (laughs) all of us do that love Jesus. And, but it's not about that. Right. Jesus is worthy of our praise. Even if we're down in the dumps, in fact, some of the best worship is when you are just lost and shot and, and just, disgusted with stuff and you know Jesus's worth and you go to him and you just start praising him in spite of your circumstances. And as, you know, as the great song from Jars of Clay says, God will then lift your head. Yeah. And, you know, or as Third Day puts it, God will lift your face. Yeah. And that's such a uh, right on. All right. You know, it's right on. Good. It's not based on my feelings. Yeah. Okay. So, Mike, what do you think? Don't get excommunicated here. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> what do you think? Our worship is not a response to how Jesus makes us feel. Our worship is a response to Jesus's worth, regardless of how we feel. Yeah. I mean, that's a million percent right on. Yeah. And um, it is how Chris describes it. Um, I will, I will say though, you know, sometimes it is how we feel, Mm -hmm. you know, emotions are important. Yeah. Um, if, if the gospel doesn't connect emotionally, if, uh, if, if Jesus's worth Mm -hmm. to you or to someone that you're trying to win over doesn't connect emotionally, Mm -hmm. then, uh, then it doesn't work or work as well. So, I mean, emotions are definitely involved. Yeah, yeah, but that's not the question. You, yeah. I well, I'm I'm so I'm I'm just say, I'm just throwing You're giving that a sidebar. I got yeah, you. Yeah, I'm getting a little sidebar because right. what Jesus is <laughs> toe that that heretical line there, buddy. <laughs> it's not a heretical line. <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, I no, think, I, my point is about feelings. Yeah, you know, right. yeah. We know. I know. Yeah. I know. I know. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not countering what you're saying. No, right. I'm just right. Saying, He's I'm adding just saying, to it. I'm adding to it. I'm just yeah. saying because because. If we if we if we want to be honest with ourselves and and they're different personalities, some people don't have emotions and that's, that's okay. That's true. And yeah. some people have too many emotions yeah. and, and that's who they are and that's okay. Yep. And you better connect emotionally with with people who have emotions. But the thing is, <laughs> things that are good, that's things funny. things that are good um, tend to make you feel good. They even, do. Even if you don't feel good, when yeah. you realize what Jesus's worth is, yeah. when you realize the price that he paid for you, that he would have done it for you, even if you were the only one. And when I was a new Christian and someone said that, yeah, Jesus would have come back and died, even if it was just you. And I'm like, whatever, dude, you're, yeah. li- you're lying to me. Don't oh, exaggerate. Wow. And then I read the parable of the 99 sheep yeah. and I read the uh, the one sheep, the lost sheep, the lost coin and the, and the prodigal son. And it's like, yeah. oh, wow. And dude. that evokes oh, wow. he really feeling. Would yeah, right. it really does. It affects feeling. Mm-hmm. And, and that is most certainly true. Um, it is right on. You guys are both right. Uh, that is a, um, a quote from Vody Bakum, which I've been using him a lot lately. But he really, he really touched on some of the same things you guys were t- touching on. And he talked about like when it comes to 
funerals. He said, we see this a lot. And he talked about some funerals would be like all about the person that passed away, their pictures and their stories and their videos and their things that they love. But then there's other um, funerals where people come in and they make it all about God. And he really went into a long explanation. It was really, really good about how while those funerals that make it all about the person who passed away give you that emotional, cathartic feeling, um, and that's not a bad thing. No. When you walk into a funeral and and you want the funeral to have ability to say goodbye. Right. It's yeah, for I the mean, people. That's part of it. It's yeah. for the people yeah. attending. Um, when you turn it and you and you eventually bring it to who God is. Now you are actually entering into the realm of healing. Now mm. you're entering into the realm of tr truly trusting in God and, and who he really is. And it really made a lot of sense. And I love this quote. And um, when we keep that in mind, I think it's absolutely right. It's not we do this so that we feel this way. We do this because Jesus is who Jesus is. And Mike is absolutely right. You come away with that. It affects. Yeah. It affects what's going on. I like Mike's add-on so, to what I said yeah. without taking away. I thought for a second there, Mike, you were gone kind of. No. Um, <laughs> wasn't because, no, and, and, and I'm not against feelings. I mean, right. we, we get convicted. We get confirmed in our feelings. But too yeah. much is based on, well, I don't feel that way. Right. And to be honest with you, Jesus doesn't care how we feel. He wants us to know that he died for us and he's worthy of our worship regardless of how we feel because that was the question, yeah. right? Sometimes yeah, right. he does. He cares how we feel. But, uh, yeah, Mike's absolutely right when he said, oh, I can't even remember what he said. Well, I mean, it's just the reason why we have those feelings ultimately yes. is what Chris said is because of what Jesus yeah. did for us. Mm -hmm. And he uses and so, those. And he uses that. So yeah. it's like if I'm in my sin and I'm repenting and I'm br and broken, he's that word broken, but, you know, then <laughs> then— I, the the way I feel in that repentance is because of what Jesus did. Right. And if I'm if I'm brokenhearted because of something that happened to me or a family member died or you know along those lines, then he's close to the brokenhearted. Yes. And so I feel that. And yeah. but it's because of who he is and what he did that I can live in him and mm -hmm. live with him forever. And yeah. that's everything. No matter what's going right, on. yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, just the presence of the Lord, even when you aren't feel when you feel just at the bottom of the bottom, yeah. but knowing that the Lord is with you, that is life saving knowledge. And yeah. So, all right, that's going to do it for the show. Unless uh, we got some other things, Mike. Anything going on with? Uh, Jesus is coming soon. Yeah, you know what's funny about that? What's funny about uh, that? Chris and I've been talking. <laughs> uh, it's like it's too long. People don't get it. There's a hundred shows out there named Jesus is coming soon. So we've been talking about maybe Jesus is coming soon does the salvage drought. Okay. I mean, salvage just taken. It would be a That's different interesting. name. Yeah. You wanna, yeah. Should, we, should so, we get some suggestions coming in? Uh, any suggestions that. would be yes. welcome. We, we, could, right. we could start the brainstorming, but I'm. I'm kind of open to the idea, and I and I didn't used to. Be. No, you weren't. Interesting. Right. Well, you've really felt God laid it on your heart, and here yeah. here's the thing. Yeah. Uh, that that's just such great news to hear because mm -hmm. 
I want you to do Jesus is coming soon, but I want you to do a prophecy news show. Yeah. That takes a lot of research and work. And right now God has not given us that kind of time. Um, And so if that would change, if funding would come in and whatnot, we can always, you know, maybe do that. But if you did a different type of show, you you hosted a call in talk show in Tucson for four years. Yep. I mean, it's not like you're a rookie at this, right? And wow. so w- when we figure out what it is your show's going to have a focus on, um, my focus on my it's a teaching platform. It's my sermons. It's my messages about you know the, we are salvaged by God. We you know we're 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 just Bible idiots. We're just people who you know tongue in cheek this, tongue in cheek that. But at the end of the day. Jesus sal- you know, took us off the salvage pile, created a new life in us, and now we're useful to the kingdom. No apology with Emily. No apology with Emily is because we don't want to apologize for our Christianity. Too many people are apologizing, and they're, they're, they're trying to capitulate to the country, just like the meme Emily read. That's just that sounds so good to people that he's getting likes all over. It's just going viral that, yeah, that's how we're supposed to be until you stop and think about it. It's like, no, Mm-mm. no. Satan just passed a, a counterfeit 20 your way, my yeah, friend. Yeah, I like that illustration. That's yeah, a good illustration. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the name of the show. So do you Satan got any ideas you want to throw out, or did you come up with something yet, or where are we at in that process? Uh, th- this is the process. So <laughs> it's, uh, you, the listener, are part of the process. I love yeah, that. I mean, d- yeah. I, we got nothing. You need to help us. <laughs> we, so, yeah, well, we didn't rehearse We're tapped this. out. We didn't rehearse this. Chris and I have talked about this maybe twice. Yeah, And yeah. so, I've, you know, I've been praying about it. I've been thinking about it i kind of like the idea of changing the name i don't know what yet yeah and so biblical perspectives today yes suggestions suggestions and you have the reading through the bible uh Mm -hmm. on uh, the website too i think that's got to be part of yeah quick 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 tell us about that again yeah Yeah, so um and you can even say a little bit about what you spoke on saturday because that was that was awesome bro so i and i've told the story other places i don't think i have here but i have on the jesus is coming soon podcast Mm -hmm. but um so I met this guy, his name's Tom Letting, when I was working in Odessalit, Texas. <laughs> Odessa, Texas, Odessa Midland. And there's nothing out there except yeah. there's lots of oil underneath the ground. But anyway. That's a good thing. Yeah, it's a good thing. So I was out there doing Family Life Radio and Tom Letting called Tom Letting Ministries. Can I come on your morning show? I'm like, well, what else are we doing? Yeah, yeah. come on, Tom. And yeah, I didn't know Tom. The more the merrier. It's amazing how guests will find you're that open. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, we're we're struggling to find people. You know what? I haven't mentioned this, but it's always Assemblies of God. Oh, it was always assemblies. Hey, I've spoken in a lot of assemblies, churches, and met a lot of great Christians. Very, I mean, they're bold like that. I know that there's something with the denomination, and Mm -hmm. there's been a handful of uh, sketchy ones, but uh, well, you could say that about every every denomination. AG was my first church, was it good? Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, my first church was AG. I have a lot of lot of positive experience with them. So, Tom comes on and he's like, Um, well, how would you like to be guaranteed that you'll be blessed by God? Like, well, that sounds good. Yeah, that's like. No, I've been, where do I sign? Well, pass <laughs> on that. One. I've been a Christian two years. Let what me ask I? my feelings what? if I would want. <laughs> do I have to walk over hot coals? Did you try to you upset know? him at that point? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so um, so he proceeded to unveil his reading program, which is okay. t- uh, every morning two chapters in the Old Testament, two chapters in the New Testament, five Psalms, and that day's Proverbs which gets you through the Old Testament once a year, New Testament twice a year, roughly. Let's talk time. How Some, much time every day does that? So about 30 minutes. About, really? You for me, bad. 30? For me, yeah. I don't know that I read particularly fast, but maybe. Oof. I mean, you're you're depending on who, who yeah. you are. Sure. 
takes me a half hour. Okay. okay. Um, so you go through the Old Testament. I've been doing once, it all year again. New so. Testament twice. Uh huh. Psalms, how many times? Uh, about well, I change it to three Psalms a day. And if it's Psalm one nineteen once a day, yeah, just that, that, <laughs> yeah. Only that one. Yeah. For those in the know, if, if you know, you, you know. know yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, people laughed when I said that it was funny. Yeah, because it's true. And every, a lot of people in the audience, yeah. they, they knew. knew. <laughs> <laughs> right. So that gets you through the Psalms about uh, once every fifty days. So okay. Um, and then the Proverbs, yeah, there's one for every days. You know, nice. so um, except for in February, you just dissed the last three or, Proverbs, or this year the last two. Oh, yeah, it's leap year, I forgot. So anyway, that's uh, I I jumped in. I did it for three years, and uh, God used that along with listening to lots of sermons, Mm -hmm. driving across Texas. I had cassette tapes going all the time of my favorites. And you were blessed. I was very blessed. Yeah, guaranteed. I had had one pastor tell me later, it's like, well, Mike, it's kind of like that was your seminary. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they didn't say, be blessed, send me money. Or uh, be blessed and, you know, so, yeah. I no, read God's word. Read God's word. You will be blessed. Re- yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. All yeah. right. Very good. I love it. All right, Chris. Yeah. Final thoughts. Um, my final thoughts are please go to Salvage by God uh, on YouTube, on Rumble, on um, anywhere you get podcast content. And if you need to search the old Bible idiots, please do so. But Salvage by God, please subscribe. And then if you are touched by any of those messages, please share it with your friends. We have one goal, and that is to try to do all we can to get the truth out to as many people as possible on any platform, any way that we can that's allowed by God. And right now, um, my work at Fresh Encounter Church, uh, there, you know, every time God gives you these blessings, there's yeah. all Satan comes along and fights. Uh, so truth? we have all kinds of struggles. So we're not, you know, it's it's a challenge. So every time I go to say what I'm about to say, I just, you know, this this little guy jumps in the back of my head and says, well, "What about all the problems?" I, I was about to say, we have such blessings and such unity and so much good things going on at the church. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fresh Encounter Church is just an outstanding, outstanding group of folks that want to serve Jesus for such a time as this. But we're also a come as you are, so everybody's welcome. So that means another handful of folks, they're not quite there yet. They're welcome, and we're, we're, just, we're just so grateful they're there. And then they, we yeah. have some strangers and some seekers that come in. And here's the thing about our church and, and me as a pastor is that you can come with any questions. You can come with all the doubts in the world that you have. We have settled answers for you, mm-hmm. okay? We don't condemn you in your doubting, but we don't want to leave you there either. Right. And that's what's going on with a lot of people. They're celebrating this doubting and this curiosity and all this other mumbo jumbo. Jesus wants us to have settled truth, and he wants, he wants us to be us rock solid. Trust him because he's trustworthy. And both of you guys said me- yesterday's message was really good. Mm-hmm. And, and when I hear that, I don't mean that I was a good orator or that I had a good speech. It was... God worked through the message probably much better than I could have even thought. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, salvaged by God, you know, my teaching platform. God's going to do something. It's going to be people just like you listening saying, yeah, I'm going to subscribe to that. Awesome. So. All right. That is going to do it by for the show. Right? Right? Sure. Am I right? I'm right. You want me to hit this? I do. Join us again next week. Can we not record late on Monday? I'm almost asleep. Oh, well, you know, take a nap on a boat. You'll feel better. (laughs) I don't know. No apology with Emily and Chris.